Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I have a very special guest. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous, Mr. David Villa with me. David, what's up? How you doing? Well, what's up, Jason? <laughs> Man, my, my pleasure to be here, brother. Looking forward to it. Dude, I'm looking forward to Digital Dealer Tampa, and that's what today's chat is all about. It's literally right around the corner. I live in Toronto, Canada. It snowed last week. I like it's been nothing but just great clouds for the last four months. I am just excited not only to connect with my automotive friends, but just to get some blinking sun. Like I miss it. (laughs) Well, it may hit 90 today. So it's, it's pretty, pretty warm down here. Nice and toasty in Florida, man. Keep it nice and toasty for me before I get there. I just want to, it it would be my luck, you know, like I, you know, I'd show up to Vegas and it's like 20 degrees, you know, cooler. The one time I show up. Right. So hopefully that will not happen when I come down, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Hey, David, for everybody out there watching and listening and, you know, maybe don't know who you are, kind of how you got started in the business. I love kicking off these conversations with a little origin story, A, because I'm always fascinated. So, so what is the origin story of how you got started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? Yeah, man. Um, started in the late 90s. Uh, started with a small little boutique ad agency. Um, so I never was on the retail side, always on the vendor side. However, um, I spent a lot of time in dealerships in Florida and um, turned into uh, 2004. We went national and um, now we're in Canada and uh, all of the U.S., and we work with about four, 400-plus dealerships monthly, and uh, just just killing it, man. We do marketing, uh, mm-hmm. digital and traditional, and then we have a virtual BDC. Um, I'm a trainer by nature, so that's where our mastermind and some of the uh, speaking and training came into play as well, but I love the industry, and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, what's, what's coming around the horizon, man, or on the horizon, so... <laughs> Now, look, I find that people don't just wake up one day and go, hmm, I want to be in the automotive industry. You know, I find it's usually one of three ways. Either they stumble their way into the industry, um, they are conned into the industry, or they're (laughs) born into the industry. Right. Which one of those three categories would you say you fall into? Yeah, definitely not born into it and uh, wasn't conned into it. And I agree with you. Those are two things that um, I've seen over the years. Um, Really stumbled into it, I, I would say. Um, I mean, I think on, on purpose, I don't believe in coincidence, but it was a stumble initially. Uh, my father uh, had no uh, desire or thought to w- work for him or get into the automotive industry. He owned an agency back in um, the 90s, went to work for him for a couple of years, um, <clears throat> selling, mm. just really selling and just kind of fell in love with the, I fell in love, I think, with the um the believe it or not, the culture of the industry. I mean, not not the uh, you know some of the dishonesty or some of the things sure. that may have been you know rampant back then. I'm talking more about just the the fast pace, the deal working, the number crunching, the, mm-hmm. uh, the the creativity that I saw in a lot of the dealers and GMs. And um, as a salesperson, it just I I watched a craft and yeah. uh, fell in love with the industry as a whole. Looked around and said, I personally don't know anyone that doesn't drive a car. Um, you know, um, by choice. And so it looked at it as a viable industry and something that, um, that, you know, uh, I was good at. And so that, that, that was the beginning and just um, snowballed from there. And now I feel called to the industry, man. I really, I really uh, feel um, that this is something that, uh, that I'm supposed to be doing and I'm happy to do it and just love the industry as a whole. 
it's look, it's definitely one of those industries. Once it gets in your blood, it's really difficult to get it out. And, and, and mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. It's, it's that fast paced, go, go hustle. Like, you know, it's, I was talking to someone on another podcast just earlier today. We were talking, we were kind of referencing it, the, the Island of Misfit Toys, <laughs> which is so perfect. Right. I don't know if you watched that movie oh, yeah. with my, I watch a movie with that, with yeah. my kids every year. Right. But it's just, it's everybody from different walks of life. You know, people that never even finished high school to people that have MBAs. You know, you just, you have such a vast difference and just unique individuals. And, and the cool thing is it just, it doesn't matter who you are. It all just yeah. depends on how good of a job you end up doing, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have an MBA. It doesn't matter if you didn't even graduate high school. It doesn't make a difference. It's how hard you hustle and how much effort and time you put into it. So anyways, I digress. I love the business. I'm glad that you're in it. Hey, we're, let's talk a little bit about Digital Dealer Tampa. Like I said, it's right around the corner. I need some sun, so I'm excited. You are emceeing the event, which I think you've done for a while now, correct? Yeah. So, um, you know, one, one, one last thing I think I want to yeah. throw in because it connected the digital dealer to, to, to me, us. Um, you know, I hosted and started a podcast called Auto Dealer Live in February of 2012. So nice. prior to Facebook Live, prior to the easy streaming services today, very difficult to do. And uh, but we started in February 2012. We ended in uh, the beginning of 2021 was our last episode. So we literally ran for that uh, nine year period. And um, we were asked by Digital Dealer in 2014 to come in and quote, be the press, so to speak, in 2014 um, by the former owner, Mike Roscoe. And so Mm -hmm. that opened up a spring and then of course the fall in Vegas every year. And then uh, that developed to where I became the MC. Uh, maybe 2017, um, have done that pretty much every show since. And then, um, you know, then now putting together keynotes and so heavily involved in it. Um, I, uh, but yeah, Tampa this, this year to me, I'm most excited about it last year in Tampa was the first like, you know, live show, um, after COVID and, and, you know, it was really great to see people, but this year I I got an anticipation that it's going to be just really off the chain, so to speak. I know that's not really probably in style anymore. My kids are (laughs) laughing at me, but just going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a really, really good conference. Um, Got a lot of, uh, hearing a lot of good things about it. Well, and and you know what, the one thing I've always appreciated about digital dealer is, is that they, they do an amazing job. I think of mixing both, uh, vendors, OEM individuals and dealers as speakers and kind of bringing them all together to mm-hmm. really kind of bring some value, but pushing each session to make sure that there are some real actionable takeaways that people can take back to their dealership. I mean, when, when I was, when I was a dealer and I, I, you know, went to digital dealer, I'd come back with notebook, man, this thick of just of notes and stuff that I wanted to execute on. It's not saying that you don't get that at some of the other conferences. I just think digital dealers consistently done a great job of executing mm-hmm. on that. And and I think your session, or, or you have several, but this one particular session, I think is just a great example of it. The, the out of the box building blocks, innovate mm-hmm. and unique ways to bring attention to your dealership. There's a whole lot there to dissect and, un, and, <laughs> and take apart. Yeah. Well, you know, why should someone, you know, kind of come to this event or this seminar? What, what should they be expecting? Yeah, so it's so it's actually the the one you're referring to is actually the the afternoon key, keynote yes. for the for the whole conference. So it's um, it's um, and I'll just say this, you know, I wish I could take uh, credit. We brought together some great minds, but yeah. you know, my job is really easy because what I'm going to do is basically just light, figuratively light a a match <laughs> in the middle of a bunch of dynamite, you know, and uh, and just and then everybody else gets to watch watch it explode and and and. Uh, 
you know, and, and really just uh, grab some great knowledge and some phenomenal ideas. So I guess the premise be- behind it is, you know, and this is kind of something I was, I'm going to open up with. So you're getting, you're getting it ahead of time right. is the people behind me. There's eight dealers, men yes. and women, some of the sharpest minds in the business. These are individuals that are doing something right now. Mm-hmm. And the one thing in the industry that I, that I know, not, not kind of wonder if it's happening, it is happening. They're making more money. Dealers are making more money than ever before. Their, their PVRs are higher than they've ever been before, but they're not in control and they cannot, they don't have to control this. They're just reaping the benefits of it. So although the money's there, they don't know what tomorrow holds. And there's a lot of anxiety that comes along with that because they're like, okay, when does, what happens when this ends? So the whole premise of this is, you know, is look, we need to, now's not the time to sit back and just reap the, the money. It's like, take, take some invest into doing something because, and so the phrase I'm going to kind of open up with is the, the ones who advance now will be the ones that end up on top when this whole thing's over. 100%. And so, you know, really that's what I'm going to be talking about. And they're the people behind me that, that I invited to, to be part of this. These are dealers that are actually each doing many things, but they're going to, they, they were asked to bring one thing to the table. So we're going to do a rapid fire you know, session where they're going to be able to address the one thing they're doing. And then of course, you know, it's going to open up dialogue and then, uh, but I'm excited about it. I think, I think the dealers in the, uh, the personnel that, that are part of this that see it are going to be um, intrigued by it. They're going to, and they're going to, they're going to challenge by it. And most importantly, I think they're going to be um, inspired by it. A hundred percent. I mean, I looked at a lot of the keynotes and I, I just, there was something about this one and the, the group what a powerhouse, right? And I was just like, I'm, I'm so excited, you know, to, to be there. I will be definitely front row. I'll be trying something in orange. Maybe. Yeah, I'll total, I'll total fanboy you, by the way. Hey, David. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, what do you, what, what do you hope that dealerships attending this keynote uh, really kind of take away, you know, and, and make actionable at their dealership? So, I mean, there's going to be some, some, there's going to be the ability to, to take the identical ideas, you know, that'll, that'll make a lot of sense. You know, they're just, they're innovated, but they're, but they're, they're going to make a lot of sense. So there's going to be the ability to take some of those and apply them immediately into your store, things that you weren't doing, but you know, so that's going to happen. And then I'll let the dealers really explain those things because they're going to be the ones that say, this is what we've done. This is how we're doing it. And everybody sitting there, you know, is going to go, well, okay, I can do that. But really, I think the, the, that, those are the, the, the actual things they're going to be able to take back, which is super important, obviously. But I think more than anything, change our thinking, open our mind, be, be uh, you know, uh, open-minded to the fact that, you know, some, not only can someone help you in this time frame, that you can control, you know, so to speak, your own destiny. And, you know, uh, but, but really that's what it is because it's, it's just, I think it, I think it's plaguing. And unfortunately, a lot of the dealers that that really need to hear this, obviously, the majority of the dealers in the nation won't be here. Um, and the ones that are have are making a commitment into um, into change. Sure. And uh, so I think that those will prove to be the ones who benefit from that. And so I think really what these dealers, you know, in the middle of what's going on, inventory, you know, yes. p- post COVID, all these things like one particular dealer literally went to this store right before COVID and took this store from pretty good size of about 350 new and used to 750 new and used wow. over this period of time where other dealers 
you know, are trying to figure out they're making money, but they're selling less units. And, and again, the, just because the, the grosses are up, which, uh, which is bottom line money. Okay. That's real. But it's, it's when, but what happens when that changes, they're not doing it the way that they're normally used to doing it. Normally dealers are like, how do I get more? How do I sell more? And a lot of these dealers are settling for just basically sitting back and watching. They're playing wait and see. And I think that there's, there's, uh, I think that's a mistake. No, I, I'm with you. I, I think, you know, what we saw in the last 24 months, and I think what we saw just in the last 12 months, I'm just trying to think from like the last digital dealer to this one, mm-hmm. there's just been even that much more fundamental changes, you know, to the op, to the operations or opportunities mm-hmm. within the operations, right? Yes, um, yes. You know, this is the time that you really start seeing who the real operators are. You know, what's that, what's that saying? You know, the cream rises to the top. Yes. And, you know, they're, they're not focused on the money that they're making now because, they, they, to your point, David, they're making money right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's like, let's start putting places, it, putting operational processes now, all right, mm-hmm. that will not only benefit us from now, but as the inventory levels, you know, start to cl- slowly climb, 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 we're just mm-hmm. in that much of a better place. It's, it, this is the time to be the most proactive I think you've ever been. And I think it's really the proactiveness is not just only in the marketing messages, you mm-hmm. know, but also in the operational processes. But, you know, since I got you for a few more minutes, I'm actually want to pick your brain a little bit on marketing messages. You know, what messages should people be putting out there right now? Yeah. <clears throat> well, great question. So, uh, you know, I use, I use a quick example when, when COVID first happened, you know, um, the OEM in all due respect to the OEM, I think they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may have worked out for them. And, you know, I mean, listen, I don't know how they, they're doing pretty well right now, but I think, it, I think that they got it wrong where they went after this soft approach. Like, um, so they were spending the same amount of money. They were putting these messages out that were warm and, you know, fuzzy and so forth and designed to make, you know, be sensitive to people's needs. And I, I get that. I understand they overplayed it and I think it was unnecessary. So what we did we worked with um, a lot of dealers and we actually, it's at the same time, Jason, there mm-hmm. were, there were amazing incentives that were put out back then by the manufacturer, like 0% financing for 84 months. There were, there was like, you know, no payments for six months, you know, all of these different things that the industry really had never seen before or, and it was legit. So I'm like, wait a second, they're putting these messages out that are soft and like, Hey man, we're just here for your family. And I don't really think that's working, but yet, they have these incentives that are amazing. And so we started getting aggressive with advertising on Facebook and different things for our clients and saying those things saying, Hey, listen, going after it. And I, in, in our dealers that we worked with broke records and we saw unprecedented responses. So that was then now, of course, that message is, is changed. Dealers don't really have as, as much inventory. So we're getting creative. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, we're doing is really going after pre-owned um, mm-hmm. business. I'll say this, because I know we don't have time to go through exactly what, what a quote ad would say, but I'll say this, the, the fallacy is that dealerships, dealerships have always, I should say, attached their ad dollars to their uh, new car um, inventory yes. or so that's how they do things. And so the fallacy is that you can't sell used cars to the customer that's out there that's interested in buying a vehicle. Oh, I don't have any inventory, so I can't advertise. That's a fallacy because customers want to buy. And if you, if you purchase used cars, increase your used car inventory, you know, and, and, and get, get creative on advertising those same customers, maybe not every one of them, 
but some of those customers will come in. And so one of the things I've said is that, you know, an orphan owner traditionally is like when a customer loses a salesperson, like a dealership loses a salesperson, that customer has no salesperson. They're an orphan owner. We've redefined orphan owner as, as customers in a PMA that, that don't have a dealership, meaning that, that those dealerships have abandoned them in the marketing messages. So nobody's reaching out to those customers and there's thousands of customers that if the inventory were there, if the marketing were forcing the market, they'd be in a different vehicle right now, but they're in the same vehicle. And so because there's such a void of dealerships that have done nothing, that those customers are there for the taking. So I think that dealerships that are aggressive can swoop in and they can take customers from dealerships and it can actually flip like number ones and twos. It could make the high volume dealers in the market that banked on that inventory. It could actually change the trajectory of those markets period permanently. And so I think that that's in it. It takes an advertising plan. Yes. Um, takes, but it, but it's possible. And we're seeing it happen with dealers that just believe that, Hey, I don't have to sit here and wait. But that's being proactive. I mean, that's just saying I'm not going to sit here and wait until it happens and then try to figure it out. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm going to be the operator and look, you know, and look and plan for the future. Um, and, and I think the dealers and we have look, there's some amazing dealers out there that have been doing this, you know, mm -hmm. and, and they're seeing the benefits of it now. And I think they will continue to see it over over the next 12 to 24 months. Hey, but before I let you go, you have a real cool uh, mastermind you're doing actually after digital dealer Tampa mm -hmm. where everybody that's watching and listening right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're doing after the conference? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is, this is our fourth mastermind. We started right before COVID um, here in our offices. We're in a, a 13,000 uh, plus four uh, office with a big, you know, common area and training room and so forth. So we have a mastermind dealers, GMs, um, some GSMs, and they come together, started with about 40, I think we have about 60 or so registered for this. Um, it's the Wednesday, the 11th, and this is our fourth one. We did uh, two last year, and this is our first one this year. Um, Digital Dealer actually is is sponsoring or part of it. They are they're going to actually um, they've actually taken interest in it, and it is uh, it's just some phenomenal minds in the car business, and it's a, it's just that it's a mastermind. I mean, awesome. we're, we, the topics that we're discussing came from the dealers that are attending. We asked them all and they gave us, you know, just a list of topics. And then we, we kind of combined and, and pulled together uh, the, the repeat topics and just are going to throw those out on the floor and uh, open it up and let our dealers uh, discuss it. We have a dealer council, about 15 dealers, uh, dealers, and uh, just, just a really cool, big, small, you know, dealerships all over the nation and in, in Canada. And, uh, that's going to take place on the 11th. Um, we, you know, we're, we are always out of room, so to speak. It's free. So if there are dealers that are watching anybody in your audience that um, is going to be here and says, you know what, I'm not flying out until, um, you know, Wednesday night, or I'm not flying out until Thursday or whatever. Um, they're more than welcome to reach out and, and, and come. They just have to register so we can get their food. It's, it's there's no charge. And uh, it's just something we do uh, for dealers. Um, and it's, it's just growing. We're up to over about 90 that are part of it. That's awesome. um, and they just, you know, it's kind of like a, they come sometimes, uh, you know, one over the other and many of them come to both a uh, year. That's very cool. I, I hope I can grab a space. I'd like to come and yeah, see that. It'd be awesome. Have you there. It'd be one, awesome. one quick thing about it too. The, the, yes. It's a now, now automotive mastermind in that we started it originally with the year um, that we were in. And then we realized, you know what? Now is always now. So you, you mentioned something earlier, like, hey, last year we were, we were facing different challenges, but those were challenges that were now. 
now we're facing new challenges <laughs> and new opportunities. And so it really never goes out of style. It's always now. And uh, so it was kind of became appropriate um, to just kind of make, make, keep it that way. So it's the now automotive mastermind. I'd love to have you come. I, so I, I, I would love to be there. I'm not flying until late Wednesday night. So that would be a lot of fun to come by, hang with you, check out the place and just also can just continue to just jam with some great dealers. I said, I love, I love digital deal. I think they bring such a great group together. Hey, David, thank you so much, man, for taking the time to jam with me. Uh, for everybody out there watching, listening, I'd like to connect with you maybe before the event. What's the best way to connect with you? So my um, social handles are on the screen. Actually, they left off Instagram. I need to update my background, but Instagram is uh, at, um, David M as in Michael Villa, David M Villa underscore. So I know that's kind of challenging, but Instagram as well, just uh, social, you know, you, you're going to get some automotive stuff. If you're looking for the automotive side of things, probably on LinkedIn a lot because I'm doing a lot of business there, but uh, the other social handles are more motivational. Um, but I own a company called IPD agency, which is IPDAgency.com, And we work with a lot of dealers, but um, I just appreciate what you're doing, man. You're, you're Thank killing you. it. And uh, when we stopped our podcast, auto dealer live, you know, um, I was so happy to see guys like you and, you know, others that just are carrying on and doing even better things with uh, torches that we carried at one point. And um, so we're, we're extremely, um, I just love what you're doing, man. Keep oh, doing I appreciate it. it. Thank you, David. Hey, you have yourself an amazing day. Thank you so much. You too, brother. Thank you, Jason.